ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! It starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, friends of the show. My name is Fred Slow. Alongside me, my PIC, my partner in crime, Van Nunley. Good morning, Who's that? Who's that guy in the red, the red-headed guy? Fans here! Reunited and it feels so good. I'm back! You watched one episode of Hamilton, <laughs> the on-screen adaptation, and now you're singing every word to every <laughs> sentence you said. I've done it for eight days straight. Give me two hours and 40 minutes of Hamilton. It changed me forever, Fred. <laughs> Give me two seconds to ask Mike Fatale how he's doing, and we're coming right back to this. Doing, guy, doing well, guys. There we go. Watch Hamilton, huh? Hey, guy. You too? Same night, wasn't it? I had after you told me that it existed on Disney Plus. Yes, I, I had to do it. Right. If I tell you, do it. You watch Hamilton yet? I saw it in person when what? I was here a couple years ago. Oh my god! Yeah, VIP. Really look, check out. Look at this guy here. My he spares seventy-five dollars from a sales exec here, oh, and it worked okay. out. Yeah, that's heaven. A little seven hundred dollar ticket, Vital. Oh my god! I'm about to show. Who do you know? The five hundred five. My uncultured ass. I didn't get the hype. I didn't understand. Okay. I didn't know about Hamilton. You've heard about Hamilton. I had heard. You had read about Hamilton. I knew about the Founding Fathers. Right. I knew the traditional. In retrospect? Yes. Not the best dudes. Well, <laughs> we all. We all got our uh, skeletons in the closet. Right. Yeah. If you try hard enough. They did some really cool stuff for, you know, the country. Yes. They did some horrible things. These were profession to first the guys. people who surrounded them. They weren't perfect. No, no one's perfect, Vital. I'm if, not. I would disagree. I would say David Diggs is perfect. Okay. David Diggs, who represented Thomas Jefferson. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, my God. To my understanding, the greatest interpretation of Thomas Jefferson ever given. Even better than that that guy that was on The Office. Like... That played Thomas Jefferson for about five <laughs> seconds, one episode. No, no clue. I don't. I don't get that reference. Yeah, it's an office joke. It's twenty five years old. I would watch Hamilton every day of the week if every day of the week had an extra two hour and forty minutes to spare. To spare. It was, to be spared. <laughs> it's the best thing I ever saw. It. It was a lot. First off, it was a lot. Yes. And you know me, I speak me some good English. I'm an ebonics guy myself, yeah, and I speak ebonics. Yeah. And I'm very fluent. Fluent. No. <laughs> I messed up the word that means I know words in hip-hop nomenclature. Okay. And I still had to put on subtitles. For the minutia. Yes. You were missing it. Right. I got the big stuff, but I was like, I feel like I'm missing some very important data here. Let's put on the subtitles. And after that, it was beautiful. Do I watch things twice? You do not. I do not. Did you watch a couple scenes from Hamilton twice? Well, here's the thing. I watched it once without subtitles because I wanted the immersion. Okay. I'm going to go back and watch it again with subtitles for the minutia. It's a whole new movie. That's what's going to happen. It's not a movie. There's a lot of more stuff. Well, I mean, I watched it on the television. Okay. That's fair. They're all movies. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my dad. You got your stories up there, boy? That, it's not stories, okay? It's it's uh, uh, days of our lives. 
I would tell him. Zach Morris is in a real big predicament right now, and no one can save him except for A.C. Slater, Dad. You won't believe what the Tanner girls got into, Dad. Whenever they only have the role models they have, you think they make better decisions. Wait till Dave Coulier makes a comment about this. Hey, cut it out. Oh, my goodness. Dave Coulier, which you might not know, Vital, he was the... um, I know what you're about to say. He was the inspiration. He was the muse to Alanis Morissette's jagged little pill. Well, that's, I did not oh, think you were man. going that way with it. What did you think? I was super wrong. I thought you were going to say he's the guy from the newsroom. Because that's what the... Who, who thought that? We just had this conversation. That's not me. So, yeah, somebody confused <laughs> David Coulier with Oscar-nominated actor Jeff Daniels. Who was in ab- Dumb and Dumber. Who was in Dumb and Dumber. Not his best work. Mm. <laughs> but killed it in the newsroom. Yes. Revolutionary performance. Aaron Sorkin piece. Yes. Spoke a little Sorkinese for the peeps. Dave Coulier, who played Uncle Joey on Full House, had an on-again, off-again relationship with one Alanis Morissette in the early 90s. That's amazing. I did not know yes. that. Yes. He broke it her heart, oh. becoming the muse for the entire... 1997, banger of an album, might have been 96, Jagged Little Pill, which took women's rock to a whole new level. News alert. Yes. Very pertinent, (laughs) up-to-date news alert. Dave Coulier of Full House fame. Yes. And Canadian rock star Alanis Morissette used to date. I, uh, I'm it, not even going to Google that. I'm just going to believe you. I, do Google it. Also, he's not six foot tall. Don't let him lie to you. I interviewed Jody Sweeten one time. Are you familiar with Jody Sweeten? Played Stephanie Tanner. Uh yeah. yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have known her name. She's a mess. Oh no. That's the whole story. Back to Hamilton, and I apologize. <laughs> so, Vital. I turn on Disney Plus, which I forgot I had a subscription to because The Mandalorian hasn't been on since fall. That's how they get you. That's how they got uh-huh. me. So I'm paying, okay, from the texter. Only film worth watching twice is Pulp Fiction. Today's Varsity, films worth watching twice. Oh, my. Okay? This is going to be a good one. So this is a good Varsity today. Write them down, Vital. No spoilers. Pulp Fiction. Worth watching twice. Godfather. You're already spoiling Mm -hmm. it. You're already spoiling it. You didn't listen to what I just said. I haven't seen it one time. I just said a thing out loud, and you (laughs) weren't listening. I watched Hamilton. It was excellent. If you have not seen it, watch it. Sure. Watch it with someone who does not know history. Yes. I watched it with this girl, and she said, I thought this was a love story. Well, it was. It was. In love with America. Yeah. (laughs) Love story with a prolific writer in the country that he loves so much. You're talking about an affair. How about the one that George Washington had on Britain, wherever he decided to go full on Appalachian Mountain? Oh, we get it, son. Oh, we. The way it was shot, though. Here's my uh, here's my pinky out. Ready? Okay. If you ever try to show me an onstage performance again that is not produced as well as Hamilton, I will refuse to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll insult you for your cultural ignorance, mm-hmm. and then I will cancel culture you so fast. To where you won't be in my phone anymore. You won't be on my social media. I will no longer invite you to gatherings. I want everyone to know that my standard for onstage adaptation 
to film of musical productions is now Hamilton or greater. Musicals have peaked. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar was not this. It's definitely peaked for white people who have never heard hip-hop music. That is the truest thing <laughs> that you have ever said. I could only imagine like my mom watching Stomp in the yeah, early 90s. Yes, 100%. That, that feeling she had then. You remember when Stomp guest starred on Sesame Street? <laughs> I was like 20, but whatever. <laughs> and there's like some fun there, because this is America's story. Hamilton is the founding fathers. Hamilton is the Declaration of Independence. It is the American Revolution. And it's told in America's native language, hip-hop. Right. I love that. Right. We got two languages here, jazz and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Everything else somebody brought to us. Borrowed, if not stolen. Yes. I love it. America's story in America's language. And if you don't get it, 505-246-0610. Call and tell me, because I didn't get it either until I watched it. We need your hot Hamilton <laughs> takes, Albuquerque. Oh, and I'll get to Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Don't think we're not going to talk sports. Yeah, we'll be talking sports most of the show. But I was just, I was so Hamilton excited. I was going to watch. It was coming here. Old Uncle Corvid. It Cor- was coming. Yeah, Uncle Corvid stopped it. Yes. We Yes. I was in on it. I was, I was very excited. And. Didn't we already have tickets? See, and that's the thing about you and I. We're weird. <laughs> we went on a couple's retreat the other day. Yeah, we were. <laughs> It was just me and you. Day trip. It, it makes sense. That's not true. There were other people there. And our significant others. There were other people there. But it's mostly about us. If I'm going to go. You can't see us holding hands underwater. No. Yeah. Just like otters when they sleep. We don't want to float apart. <laughs> I'm not watching a lot of onstage adaptations to film. If any. If any. Can you name one you've seen? <sighs> Nutcracker, maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. You've watched the Nutcracker? No. Like, on Hulu? No. Okay. So, zero. I'm Like, stand-up comedians? Yes. Um, I think that's a different genre, but okay. Yeah. Um, maybe, like, a concert. I've seen a concert on TV. Sort of. Jay-Z did, like, a B-side concert that I thought was really good. It was produced really well. I'm pretty sure I've never watched a musical on television. I don't think I've ever watched a musical. I don't even watch Disney films. I haven't. I've seen, s- I've seen a handful in person. Yes, you and I went to Sound Alice in Wonderland. Wait, yeah. that wasn't a musical. Oh, that was a ballet. Oh, oh yeah, I saw the Sound of Music. That's a good one, Vital. I saw that in, over here at Pope Joy Love Joy. Okay, yeah, but you didn't watch it on TV. No, no, because I watch. That's how big of a deal it is. Yeah. Like, it felt like opening night when they posted it to Disney+. Plus. That is what it felt like. Like, my family planned ahead and oh, watched it adorable. together. Isn't that cute? You know what? I, I do miss appointment television. That was a fun gathering thing. A big shout-out to Disney+, Plus for Everything. having a Hamilton premiere while I was on vacation with my family. So smart. Yeah. Shout-out. Appreciate you. Always considering. Yeah. Today's Varsity... Things worth watching twice. We got two guests today. Lucas Cash is going to join us at 8 a.m. because the United are playing soccer in Colorado tonight. Ooh, Lucas wee. Cash of the United does all their uh, PR stuff. If you're not, if you follow them on the gram, you've seen his work. He's going to join us at 8 a.m. and then at 8:30, J 
Jesse Calero of Mandy's Farm is going to join us. They're doing a lot of stuff over at Mandy's Farm. We're going to tell you what that is. Then we're going to tell you how you can help them if hmm. you're in, having such a need to do so. Good people. When we get back from the break, I'm going to tell you why Deshaun Jackson said the wrong thing, and that's okay. But if you have a varying opinion of that, that's okay, too. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Pinon morning for your boy. Did I tell you I went through a 10 for tenner? Did I tell you that? Hit me with it. So they, so they have these samplers where it's like, Five different flavors per box. Mm-hmm. I got two of them. Ooh. Ten total flavors. Oh, my God. Ten consecutive days. I have a favorite. Really now? It's just traditional, but still, it's my favorite. Okay. I'm a dark guy. They I like the dark. I like the dark roast. Dark pinion. I got traditional in the freezer right now, though. That's the way you get down. Congratulations, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Hey, congratulations to friend of the show, friend in real life, Brandon Ortega. Yeah, what, what's up with old Brandon Ortega? It's his birthday. Happy birthday to my dude. He's turning something that's slightly younger than me. A little, maybe a little callsy on airsy? No. Yeah, who knows? 505-246-0610. Call and wish Brandon a happy birthday. Not only. KOB. <laughs> Brandon Ortega. The best in the biz. Yeah. KOB TV's own Brandon Ortega. You know what else Brandon Ortega did, Fred? Stepped in for you last week while you're out of town. He did a really good job yeah. co-hosting last week, good stepping dude. in for me. Good dude. You know what else he did? What is that, man? He logged into his Facebook, and his Facebook just so happens to be open on my computer right now. 505-246-0610. What should I put on Brandon Ortega's Facebook? Yes. It should not be a Hitler quote, as Deshaun Jackson Ooh. put one on his Instagram earlier this week. When in doubt, don't go to the Hitler card. Yeah. That's not a, a library you want to rent a book no. from. No. And here's the yeah. thing about the quote, at least according to Snopes, which, by the way, I trust because I'm not full of conspiracy theories and vinegar. Okay. It's not even a Hitler quote. It's not? It's just attributed to Hitler for some reason. Huh. Yeah. But, the but quote, it looked, it looked, the quote looked like it was like on the page of a book. Correct. How'd they pull that off? How did they write it into a book? Man, Deshaun Jackson, I did not see that coming. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I don't get it. So Deshaun Jackson <laughs> says uh, in this quote, I'm paraphrasing because the quote itself doesn't matter. The quote says, uh, hey, it's just very anti-Semitic. I'm not even going to break it down for you. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's wildly available on everything. It's deleted, but it's not because it's the internet. So, after he puts out this quote supporting anti, I don't know, just anti-Jew. Like, I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the Jewish community found it infuriating. Yeah. Oh, you're an anti-Semite? Hmm, interesting. Like, what? Right now, currently, with everything going on, that's that's the hill you're going to die on? So, he puts this thing out, and he gets a backlash. A backlashing on social media. As one should. You know what he does? Here's what he does. He says, hey, listen, I got it wrong. 
I said it wrong. That's not what I intended. My bad on that. Um, my explanation doesn't super make sense, but it's not what I that was. So I'm sorry. Here's me, Van. Okay. I get, okay. Cool. Like, it sucks that you did that. That was stupid. But okay. When I mean, you apologized, like, here's me being over it. I'm currently over it. We all say dumb stuff. Vet your sources. I mean, that's, what, 30 seconds it could have took for him to look up what he's about to put online for millions and millions of people. It literally says Hitler right there. Pick up a history book. <laughs> yeah, if you're not familiar with who he is. Not the best dude. Hey, you know why? Because he doesn't have statues all over the South. Hey, he, oh, hot take. Hot take. Strike. <laughs> Thank you, Vital. You know, he was a really good painter and he loved his country. So he's not that bad of a guy. If he'd have been a little bit of a better painter, history would have been tremendously different. The The thing is, when you go to the Hitler card, you're not going to get a lot of support. But when you apologize, cool. Hey, guys, the thing Hitler said, I didn't... I, actually, it wasn't what I meant, so my bad on that. Cool, Deshaun Jackson. I don't necessarily recognize you as the sharpest knife in the drawer anyways. So I get that you're dumb. And I get that you did a dumb thing. And your apology is kind of dumb, but I don't have a problem with you for being dumb. Now enters Michael Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. <sighs> Damn it, bro. <laughs> I mean, what, what was his advice? Is he like, hey, you should delete that and alt-write another piece? Dang it. <laughs> Malcolm Jenkins, you may remember Vital from just a month ago, said Drew Brees should quit. Yeah, he should donate all of his money. Super recent. He should, uh, after he donates his money, he should live in poverty um, by choice, and also um, uh, be uh, I don't know, just publicly shamed. Okay, because Drew Brees, as you remember, said I don't know about this whole flag situation. So here's what Malcolm Jenkins says when he comes in, and I'm paraphrasing here. And if you really want to look up the quote, go ahead, because I'm going to mix his words a little bit to match my narrative. Okay. Because this is radio. Sure. It's our show. Do what we want. That's I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Malcolm Jenkins comes in and says, hey, for real? We ain't talking about the Jewish right now. We're talking about me. So they don't matter. What? I'm sorry. Come on. What? What? Malcolm Jenkins? You're going to come in like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball and say that other, like the whole idea of Black Lives Matter is that everyone deserves equal. The whole idea. Uh, Jews already had their time. It's our time now. What? When was the Jews' time? Like the eighties? <laughs> They've been oppressed since like, like what is it? Vital ten eighty or something? Right? Like over a thousand years? Oh, way way before that. BC over three thousand years. Yeah. Like what are we doing here? I mean, even before they murdered Jesus Christ. Oh, and you know what? That's one you don't did, want. They didn't have it great before then either. You don't want to have, you don't want to be able to hang your head on that one? Hat. Let's let's pick the one group more oppressed than us. Oh my gosh. And then you can't dismiss other people's oppression. That's not how it works, Malcolm Jenkins. So now you, who is such a strong advocate against your breeze, you have to equally be that advocate against Deshaun Jackson or be really quiet. Church mail some? 
No, he needs to be called out. Malcolm Jenkins or Deshaun Jackson? Well, Deshaun Jackson. Give me that take. Why? Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins Malcolm Jenkins isn't like the authority on morality. He's the guy who calls banker when you play Monopoly. It's <laughs> really good. That's really good. Yeah. He takes a stance on Black Lives Matter. He did a lot of really good work in the community good. for the NFL. Yes. He doesn't have to take every stance. Just he, like LeBron James. Like people think LeBron James, speaking of Jesus Christ, people think LeBron James is some one. new age black Jesus and he's got to save every cause. Like let him pick a couple. He don't pick with the he, he don't mess with the Chinese. Let him pick a couple. And do good on a couple things. You don't got to do good on everything. I know we tune into sports on Saturday morning between 7 and 9 to get an escape from realism. There's like 5 million Muslims in camps right now in China. That's a real number. Sure. LeBron James don't care about that. Well, I'm sure he cares about it. Yeah. He's not going to fly the flag. He's got enough causes already. Give him a break, Fred. Give the guy a day off. So what if Malcolm Jenkins were to come out and be like, hey, you know what? He's trying to play at Disney World and not get the Corvid. They have free rides open to them. Give them a couple months <laughs> off. Steph, could you could you imagine like LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo Good like in the little teacups swirling around with like their knees hanging over the side? Yes, I can imagine the greatest Disney World commercial of all time. <laughs> the HBO special that's going to come out on this bubble in ten years will be the best thing we've ever seen, unless it ends poorly. Then it'll be the best thing we've ever seen. Malcolm Jenkins, to me, loses all validity right here. Hmm. Hot take. Once you say another group's oppression is not as important as my oppression, you're literally the person you're against. I hate the idea that you're only at least appearing, excuse me, structuring yourself to appear as this strong advocate for civil rights and civil union and equality. When the time comes that you believe identifiable classes' needs are mutually exclusive. They're not. Sure. They're absolutely not. Right. So if you can be whatever thing you identify as, you can be oppressed. And if you don't think that's fair, Malcolm Jenkins, I cannot listen to you anymore. Because you don't get it. You're just looking out for yourself. I thought Julian Edelman's response was very Fire. powerful. So good. Yeah, a couple days uh, a couple days ago I learned that Julian Edelman is Jewish. So, uh, yeah, help him out, buddy. I guess I didn't know that Do you either. think uh, Deshaun's ex-teammate Riley Cooper, so was, a, once he read that tweet, gave him a Heil five? Okay. <laughs> the Riley Cooper take is a good take here. Because he did some dumb stuff. Sure. He's at a whatever country concert. Lady A. Is that what it was? I have no I idea. Know, I have no idea. Also very topical. Yep. And he drops the worst one you can drop on camera. Yeah. You know what the Eagles do? Give him an extension. <laughs> and there should have been outrage, and there was at the time. But I hate, and we were talking about it earlier, I hate cancel culture. Drew Bees does not need to lose his job. Deshaun Jackson does not need to lose his job. Malcolm Jenkins, not sure where he's currently employed, does not need to lose his job. You can say all the dumb stuff you want. Right. I'm not going to participate in cancel culture. Mm -mm. To me, this is a teachable moment. You for can, everyone. You can learn from this. Yeah, for everyone. Not just Deshaun Jackson. Right. Yeah. But he didn't know the history of Hamilton. 
What's is there? We need to have a Hamilton for the Holocaust. Is that like Hamilton two? Schindlerton? It's not a thing. <laughs> when we get back. You're in your early twenties. You're making a hundred million dollars a year, and you have to live in a bubble. Uh oh. Let's break that one down. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Would you rather be on the bubble or in the bubble, Van? Well, if I'm getting paid a hundred million dollars, get me in that bubble. If it's but not, a- it's only for seventy days. You're in the bubble. That'd be a fun bubble. I feel like I've been in isolation since March. Like I feel like I've been in. Yeah. And you've seen my apartment. You don't want to be in it. Yes, with that nothing says else. the guy who went to Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Arizona. Except for Florida and Arizona and Missouri, you've totally been in a bubble. And disc golf and happy hours and my patio. Not, I don't let you inside my house, but no, you've been to my patio. And that's a thing. You know how everyone has a thing, Vital? I have one. So I have an anxiety about going in people's homes. I hate it. It's literally, this is not a work. This is not radio, Fred. This is an actual Fred. I hate going in people's homes. Like, I, if I walk into your house, Vital, and you have a whole wall of, of Funko big head figures that you've stacked floor to ceiling, I am not going to be able to be comfortable inside your home. <laughs> you, do you feel like the walls are, are caving in? or? Yeah, I think, and I'm even a little bit sweating right now even talking about it, which... I'm not making up. Well, no, you're sweating because there's no air conditioning. Well, there's that. Yeah, there's also that. No, I really struggle with that. I really struggle with the idea that I walk into your living room van and over your fireplace, you have multiple die-car NASCAR, die-car <laughs> NASCAR sets that you've built by hand, <laughs> and you set up in a diorama-esque like, turn left over that. Na- I hate that. Well, I'm really in the Bubba Watson the last two weeks. He hates that. <laughs> if I walk into your house and you have a TV in the living room that's just on like YouTube like rotation- of like Joe Rogan experience, I don't want to be in your house. Like that is too weird Claustroph- to me. You're claustrophobic, or no? I am. I'm like I think controlophobic. Yeah, yeah. I finally got you comfortable with being in my house again, and then one day you helped me hang a bike rack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an off the air story. <laughs> I was in. So I for the I've known Van for three years. Lived in his home when I first moved to town. I'd never been in his bedroom. Why would I ever go in his bedroom? Don't go in your friend's bedroom. <laughs> Thanks for helping me hang that bike rack. Yeah, no problem. Sorry you saw that weird stuff laying around. From the texture. <laughs> you guys are philosophers, Plato and Socrates. Okay, well, it's not Socrates. Not sure who is which. That's a nice one. It's a little Bill and Ted joke I just did there. Hashtag bubble blog. Are you ready? Let's do it. I don't know if that's a real hashtag, but that's what we're going to do for the next 70 days. Uh, depending on which NBA star you are, you either hate or love the bubble. Sure. Okay. So Rashawn Rondo, who legitimately has made $1 million, $100 million. <laughs> He's made a million dollars a hundred times. And there's, I'd be worked up about going in his house. I don't want to be in his house. So, you know, last segment I told you, uh, two days ago, I found out that Julian Edelman was Jewish. Yes. Two days ago, I found out that Ray John Rondo has never been in a Motel 6. You can't compare a luxury Disney suite to a Motel 6, Ray John. That's weird. Oh, my God. Where did you come from? 
Did you see any of the pictures of the courts? By the you see any pictures of these courts? They laid courts down on top of like carpet in like like ballrooms. Did you see this? I'm no, being serious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did see that. It is it is the funniest thing you can look at. It's it's all right, so when you're a child and you're like, When I grow up, I'll put basketball court in my house. That's what this is. Hey, sidebar real quick. Yeah. You knew I was on vacay. Correct. Last couple weeks. Yes, I'm, and a, I'm one, aware of your schedule. One thing I did is I turned all of my notifications off. I, I, did I tell you I did that in January? Right. Yeah. And then not only did I do that, but there was a four-day stretch in the middle where I had my boss cover for me for phone calls and emails and stuff. Nice. And I had my phone all the way off for four days. It was enlightening. You should have done your blood pressure before and then your blood pressure after. I really should have. Yeah. I really should have. But the reason I say that is because we're in an insane 24-hour news cycle where a few stories last a few days, few big stories last more than a week, but we are so just up to the gills and information, also misinformation, that it's a nonstop journey to keep up with all this stuff. And I just dropped out of life for two weeks. You need a Maxine Griswold recap right now? And then I turned my phone back on and... It was vibrating for 15 minutes. All right. First of all, I love what could be done with that kind of opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of my bedroom. Yes. And I didn't realize like how out of the loop I was. Like even like the big stories that happened in the past week or so I was like, oh my God, that happened. But like all these like little minutiae stories that we would have had one or two conversations on every day. Yes. I was like, swipe. Swipe. Don't Correct. care. Don't yeah. care. Don't care. Because it doesn't don't matter care. in two days. Right. Yeah. If you're not if you're not up to if you're not up to date on the newest story, all the little stories don't matter. Correct. You don't care. No. You don't care. And that's the thing. I'm a junkie for breaking news. Right. Yeah. Same. I have an addiction. I have a a fear of missing out on breaking news. Right. Guess who has MLB trade rumors open right now? Always. This guy. Literally always. Yeah. Cannot wait for baseball to come back. I want to see my third base coach with a face mask. Sure. Ghost fives? Oh, absolutely ghost fives. Do you know how innovative, Vital, Major League Baseball players are going to be when they cannot physically touch each other with high fives? We're going to have, soon, some of the greatest high fives in the history of high-fiving. By the way, if uh, MLB Trade Rumors is listening, (laughs) (laughs) number one, do you have any openings? <laughs> Number two, if you're going to have stories with Epstein in the title, <laughs> you have to oh, say Theo no. Epstein. Yes. Don't tease me with yeah. new Epstein stories. It's a good one. You got to put Theo in front of it. Future Hall of Famer Buster Posey says, no. nah. Nah, fam. Sorry, fam. You're going to do that next segment? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk more. Let's talk more about Rajon Rondo. Being oblivious to what a Motel 6 looks like. Paul Millsap says, I ain't got no window in my in my room. He's like, I'm, I'm not trying to be picky, but like, I'm into fresh air. <laughs> some of these dudes, this is, some of these dudes, Vital, they're bringing 70-inch TVs in there. Like, we, we gonna madden it up. That's the land party I want to be a part of. Remember land parties? Little Mario Kart? No. Oh, you never did that? Mm-mm. You used to be able to hook up multiple Nintendos to each other. Play Mario Kart. I'm sorry. I, I was in the girls. 
That's what the we're a little. I'm a little younger than you. Oh, okay. So that's what the NBA needs to do because you know the FIFA, Madden, NBA, 2K, whatever. It's gonna go hard. Hopping. Gonna go hard. Hey, they're starting NBA games at like 10:30 in the morning. These dudes won't be awake. They're gonna be up all night playing video games. What's the uh, the Grubhub for ladies of the night? Does that exist? Uh, like the back page? Is that what you're talking about? Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. No, the other menu. The, the, uh, no. the other menu. Uh huh. The good one. I'll be ordering off menu this Friday night, Vital. I saw a conspiracy theory that Wayfair does it. Did you see that? Wayfair? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Wayfair has a prostitution ring? Yeah, I saw a conspiracy theory that says that anytime they sell a cabinet for $10,000, it's actually a missing person. Oh. Yeah. Smart. Wayfair. Wow. Because it's, it's not a centralized company. It's similar to eBay. You can list your own deal. Sure. Right. I would have thought DHgate, maybe. AliExpress, maybe. I don't shop the same places you do, so I'm not familiar with these. Well, DHgate is like the Amazon of China. And AliExpress is like the Amazon of India. Oh. If you're willing to wait a month to six weeks for a consumer good, it's very cheap. Now, what has happened here, Vital? That is a, a free advertisement, not partnering with the show. Well, you didn't know, Vital. I don't think it's legal, actually. And Van did this on purpose. So. <laughs> Van has brought up Amazon because he knows that this week I had an Amazon package stolen from in front of my home. I was the uh, victim of a crime. You shouldn't have left. No. Yes. You shouldn't have went on vacation and enjoyed yourself. Do you have home security? Is that how did you find? Well, out? and here's the thing: I was told when I moved into my apartment complex, no, you cannot set up one of Amazon's intrusive rings because it we, other people don't need to be on it all the time. I was like, well, that actually that makes sense. Yeah, it's the sure. little apartment, and then yeah. somebody really wanted my thirty six, thirty four Van Heusen stretch flex pant, dress pants that I ordered off Amazon, and <laughs> no one is my size. Flex. <laughs> You, if I tell you, no. Know, you know how it is. You're only a 34? 36, 34. My 36 inseam. waist. Yeah. 34 inseam. Yeah. I figure you're tall. Well, I got a lot of upper body. Uh, okay. A large torso. Stretched you out. Can we get back to the point here? Sure. No one in my apartment complex is my size. Uh, what are you doing with my pants? <laughs> hemming them? Yes. You're putting <laughs> hey, a- hanging them up on the wall so you don't go in that room. Yeah, yes, because that's what you could literally hang them as a divider to a closet. Because that's how tall I am. But thank you to Amazon sending me a replacement pair. Good people at Amazon. And it was like a signature one the second time. Ooh, they upgraded you. <laughs> yeah, it was Half next day air and a signature. The guy, the guy hit. It was like the Gestapo. So many Nazi jokes, yeah. like coming. And then I was like, okay. And then I had to sign for it for thirty six, thirty four wow. Van Heusen. It was like might be thirty eight, thirty four, like two hundred and forty dollars pants. Thirty six. You're almost. You look like a forty. Size. No, absolutely not. Ouch. Dang, Vital, no. bringing the heat. I got. No, t- he's such a big guy when you see him. I got tight hips, big belly. Yeah, yeah. Well, keep he keeps it tight. Yeah, I'm like a. I'm like a. I'm like an outside linebacker. I'm not a cornerback. Okay. He doesn't have those wide, childbearing hips like you, Vital. No, I'm no Shakira. <laughs> no hips. He keeps it thin. Thank keeps you. It, my boy keeps it tight, Vital. I'm, I right now I'm not as tight as I have been, but I'm not as loose as I have been as well. So I'm feeling pretty okay with this. Yeah. We went to uh, the spa. We went to the spa. We went to the spa two days ago in Hemis Springs. Have you been in a hot spring? Oh yeah, I've been there a number of times. Oh, have it's you? Great place. It's awesome place. Gorgeous. Yeah, I think it dehydrated me. Give me a headache. I took my shirt off. Same. 
And uh, I didn't realize how bad of a Corona bod I had. Yeah. Like, my dad bod is, like, up to 11 right now. Correct. And your child recently got out of the house. Like, you need you need to figure it out or you need a midlife crisis, but you got to commit either way. Right. I need to go one way or the other. Cause I can't just gray area it. I feel like this is the Little Mermaid with how bad you're flounder right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, I'm going to keep it tight. Starting start next week. i got to keep it a little tighter. Get back on my Start routine. Hanging out at spas. There you I go. I mean, Vital, you into dad bods? Yeah, you into dad bods, Vital. Right what's what's that? Okay, when we get back. Okay, <laughs> good. During help me. during the break, I'll take my shirt off. I'll show you what a dad bod is. Oh, uh, you can keep it on. Okay. What you can put on is a new friend of the show shirt. We just got our swag <laughs> in. We're gonna put something on social media. Everything's at TalkABQ. We got new T-shirts, y'all. You can have one if you want one. Lucas Cash of United is going to join us in about 17 minutes. We're going to talk about the soccer game today. It's up in Colorado. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're back on the program because we come to work every day. Here's guys who don't. Mike Leake, Felix Hernandez, Nick Markakis, Michael Kopech. I don't know who that is. Ian Desmond, David Price, Buster Posey, uh, Joe Ross, Ryan Zimmerman, Wellington Castillo. Here's the thing. I'm okay with all of this. Absolutely okay with I all of it. I could not be more okay. The the MLBPA, Major League Baseball Players Association, negotiated a uh, system during this COVID to where if you don't want to play, you do not have to play. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. Tell me. Once you decide, that's what your decision is. So Nick Markakis can't be like, I don't want to play. And then 45 games from now be like, well, you know, things have turned around. Um, go ahead and put me in, coach. You got to make your decision right now. You can't start the season. Well, I guess you could just sit out. Why not? But then there has to be repercussions. For not playing? That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying if you say you're in, so I think you're going to end up with, if, if a lot of guys are like, yeah, I'll start. I'll try it out. I'll try Hey, try it out, guy. Yeah, you're try it out? Yeah. You going to play a little baseball? Try it out. Hey, you going to get on the field, guy? <laughs> cool. But then you have to play baseball. Now, if you change your mind, I, I'm not going to tell you like feign injury or whatever, but like, I feel like you have to be in then. So I'm going to tell everyone to be out. Don't play. Like, if you're even 50-50, if you're 90-10, be out. Lean on the side of caution, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Or you're saying your little feelers are hurt because no one wants to play baseball for you. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying the second one. I'm saying if you're Mike Leake, who, by the way, didn't – Take his reasons public. He didn't say, hey, comorbidity or baby. You don't have to disclose that. I don't care. I don't think less of you. Now, like, you have to have a qualifying thing with MLBPA. So you have to, in the Major League Baseball Association, you have to, hey, I have a comorbidity. I, I, I live with someone that has a comorbidity. I have exposure to a person that I would not want to get the COVID-19 and be part of the pandemic. But oh, you, you mean being thoughtful and considerate of other people? Can I get political for a second? It's very un-American of you, Fred. 
COVID is not a political conversation. Can I get political for a second? Uh, if you got to. For just two seconds. Okay. Help others. Sure. That's it. That's my whole stance. Oh. That's it. Look into that how you please. Yeah. Sure. Help others. With that said. I'm going oppo. No, you are not. Yes, I am. I don't believe that's true. If you don't want to play, don't. Yes. All right. That's not oppo yet. You shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't feel obligated to entertain strangers. Most of these people are doing very well financially. It's weird to talk to the three of us about the obligation to entertain strangers. Keep and going. Here we are. Yes. Risking life and limb. I'm an action guy, not a talk guy. In this hot studio where I think the three or four grossest people that I know have been in here before me. Uh, hot yoga? No. But close. <laughs> I could. But I don't blame them. Like, if, if, even if there's the slightest itty-bitty chance that you're going to get someone you care about sick? Yes. Like you said, comorbid- comorbidity. Elderly. Diabetes. Right. Anything like that. You should not play. If you're going to put anyone you care about at risk but there's a lot of single dudes and there's a lot of young super healthy dudes Mm -hmm. so this is who i think is going to show up fred okay people who have a really good healthy relationship with their family that can be gone and people who hate their family (laughs) (laughs) they're like just oh yes quarantine me for six months get me away I want to live in the bubble. Give me the bubble. No, sorry, honey. I can't see you or the kids for six months. And that's not that different from Major League Baseball schedule, though. Sure. Because like, you can play in Major League Baseball up to three times a season, 21 consecutive days. Sure. That's one month right there. But you still have home games. Yeah. You do and have home games. You still got to go home. Yeah. You, but- can't, you can't say, I'm working late, babe. I got to get a hotel close to the stadium. I d- I don't know what Candlestick is called now. I don't. Is it AT and T Field? I have no I idea. I think it's still AT and T. Okay, it's probably not. That's how jaded sure. we are. Right. But if the San Francisco Giants had gone to Buster Posey and been like, "Hey, we'll set you up with a little room out here. Like you don't even have to leave on home stands. Like baseball, uh, sleep, uh, garlic fries, right, right field corner. Yeah, yeah, right. Because here's the thing: there's no fans. Right. You know what they could do? Because I bit. I, I'm just using San Francisco as an example. I mean, you can get like a really nice fifth wheel up to the top there. You just set it up. You're living in luxury. Yeah. Just do it. Everybody can cruise around in a Pope mobile. It'd be sweet. Yeah. That all right. First of all, you have just broken open the floodgates of ideas. Yeah. If I'm a relief pitcher now, I'm coming out Pope mobile. <laughs> Little inner Sandman comes on. I like come out in a Pope mobile. How many players on these rosters? Sixty. Yeah. 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 Taxi squad. So you can grab any sixty. No calls. No call downs. Doesn't doesn't hit you with the rule five drafty. Doesn't hit your arbitration. None of that stuff. No. It's a wild west out there. Ooh, I like it. It's going to be the best baseball season ever. It's going to be the Padres and the White Sox in the World Series. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Who's the name of that guy on the Padres? <laughs> Just like that, no. Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, that's the one. Manny Machado. Studs. Yeah. They're loaded. Yep. Watch out for the Padres. David Price. Give me 
Padres Rays. Bunch of kids. Yeah. Give me Padres Rays all the day. Youngest. Them and the Tigers have the youngest rosters. It's too soon for the White Sox. I mean, anything could happen in a 60-game season, right? Anything could happen. At first base. The Nationals but were 19-32 think... last year. That's yep. a fact. Yep. Vital just hit us with facts. Yep. And the bigger fact of this thing is because now we're dh and everywhere, right? Yep. So it's it's not baseball anymore. It's something else. It's the American League. Ugh, gross. But here's what's going to win a bunch of games this year. Small ball. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're going to put a runner on in uh, the 10th at second base because uh, cause I know – well, here's the thing, guys. You won't catch Corvid in the first 11 innings, but it's hyper contagious after that. Like, what? Shut up. Got a deep pitching staff, a good pitching staff, starting rotation. Yeah, you'll go all the way. You know, that's why I'm saying raise, Vital. Hear me out. Hashtag designated runner. This is my new goal. You get a base hit, put in the runner. Well, you got 60 people. You got 60 of them. Yeah. Okay. Here's the, he's all time sub. and come in and out. I love it. We'll just make up any rules. You know, we talked about it two weeks ago, Fred, but I'm not confident any season will finish this year. I have the exact same sentiment. Yeah. I don't think it goes the. I don't think it gets to the postseason. You know who I listen to? The Ivy League. Sure. You know why? Smartest people in the room. Yes. No matter what room you're in. Financial wizards. I'm buying a t-shirt the other day in Old Town. I go in this t-shirt shop, and it says Kale uh-huh. instead of Yale. Okay. And the, and the counter girl says, the joke is, <laughs> we're making fun of the intelligent. Oh. And I said, well, that's, that's basically the most New Mexico joke I've ever heard. Okay. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, they uh, they got, they got financial stability. What? Why are we making fun of Yale? Okay, now you're claustrophobic. So I can go in a public. I video. thought it was making fun of vegans. It was. It's the Yale font. Yeah, I know. I get it. I've seen the shirt. It's not even clever. I mean, if you got a low bar, it's very clever. And you would if you're the type of person who makes fun of Yale. <laughs> okay, now we're not talking. A Dartmouth? I don't have a good joke there. There's no joke there. Follow the future leaders of America. Yes. I listen to scientists, Vital. I also. Yeah. Whatever happened to... Is Fossey still around? What's he doing? Cowering in the corner. That's what it is. Isolating. (laughs) All right. He's in our EM song. It's him in the corner. Fauci said one time... That you shouldn't wear masks at the beginning of the pandemic because there weren't enough masks. For everyone. For everyone. But now there is. Leave the masks for the hospital workers. And then, when there are more masks for everybody, he said, hey, everybody, wear a mask. Hey, but he said you don't got to wear a mask. I got it right here on the YouTubes. The biggest mistake was... Whenever whoever said, the mask don't protect you, it protects others. Yeah. Because no one cares about others. Right. Yeah, this is America. Know your, know your audience. Gross. I know when Vital hits the music, that means Lucas Cash is calling us to talk about the New Mexico United. We're going to do that. Segwayed from baseball to mask pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this United game because I'm excited about soccer. I missed it. I missed my boys. We hosted the last meeting party at Dave & Buster's. Maybe ever. Ever. (laughs) 
we get back, Lucas Cash and the New Mexico United. We're going to talk about the game tonight. It's at 6 p.m. You're going to be able to catch it. We're going to tell you where. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon, 95.9 FM and AM, 610. The top of the hour. It's July 11th. it would be 103 today. Oh, is there a heat advisory? 7-Eleven. I'm, I'm hot for the United soccer team. Ooh-wee. Playing... Here's who they're playing. They're at. It's an away boy. At Colorado Springs, which if you didn't know by Tal, the switchbacks. The switchbacks. Colorado Springs switchbacks. Now, I could talk to you about the United, and I could fumble over my words, and I could tell you what I think I know, and I can give you the details on stuff that might be correct, or we can have Lucas Cash on the program to tell us everything we actually want people to know. <laughs> Defer to the expert. So joining us this morning, Lucas Cash, who uh, if you follow the United on social media, and I know you do because their social media is banging. Fire. He's the guy who's bringing it to you all the time, no matter what. And if you want someone on game day, there's no one better to get. Good morning, Lucas. How are you? Good morning, guys. I am fired up. I uh, woke up like a rocket this morning and uh, realized, you know, did a quick uh, back of the envelope math, realized it's been 126 days Stop. since I talked to you guys before the Austin match. Is that not banana? Oh, that, wow. I literally cannot fathom what you just said to me. That is unfair, <laughs> and we should be in touch more. Sixteen. <laughs> well, I hope I hope you guys are safe and well through, throughout all of it. But, yeah, in these crazy times, the, the one thing we can say for certain is it's match day, baby. Same thing to you yeah. and your family, my friend. 16 teams, 13 weeks to decide it all. Well, I guess that's not true. There'll probably be playoffs after that. But it, <laughs> it, it all starts. Does that game, does the one game before, does that count, Lucas? Is that still in the mix? Unfortunately, yeah, it does. Okay. So the way they set up the, the conference alignments is they said you'll play, you know, 12 of your 16 game schedule will be with your group, right? So you'll play everyone in your group four times. The remaining four games will be out of group matches. And unfortunately, they made the decision that that, that bummer loss at Austin is, is one of our out-of-group matches. So today at Colorado Springs against the Switchbacks, the United is putting out a full squad. They're putting out a haphazard squad. They're putting out a, a team that's going to win it all. Like, wh- Tell me a little bit about the team. Tell me a little bit where people can watch it. And then uh, tell me why I'm not as, as excited as I should be. Um, well, I'll, I'll get you there. I'll get you up to the levels of hype you need to be at. So, yeah, uh, in terms of the team, uh, this team is incredible. This team has a mentality um, that was almost built for uncertain times like these. I, I think Troy has been incredibly complimentary of the mentality mindset of these guys, that, that they're they're ready to go, that, that they didn't waste this time, that it wasn't sitting around, you know, binge-watching Tiger King and eating ho-hos. Nice. They, were, they were prepared for a season, and... When we finally got back to small group training, that was that was one of those those hurdles that it feels like, okay, we're a little bit closer to being back. About 10 days ago, they started going into full contact, but COVID-safe training, um, and they're just ready to go. And, you know, this team was incredible last year, and to bring back 15 members of that original squad just gives you unbelievable chemistry and consistency going into a year or two. And then to add the pieces on top of those original 15 that we added is, is just something else. Um, I don't think you want me to go down that path because I could I could take up the rest of your show gushing huh. on every single one of these guys. But the chemistry is there, the mindset is there, and and coach and and Peter Trevisani, our owner, have have said it best that the goal of this season is to win it all. Right? That we want New Mexicans to look back at the year 2020, and and, and if someone asks them, what's the first word you associate with 2020? We don't want that to be pandemic. We don't we don't want that to be anything other than championship. And that's the mentality that the, that the guys are taking onto the field. 
tonight, I, I don't want to say it's must win. I know that on sports radio, sometimes we're really, really prone to hyperbole. Uh, but it's a very, very important match. Remember, Colorado Springs won their first match against Oklahoma City. So they come into this group format with, with three points in hand. So if we can get up there, if we can, if we can take three away um, from the switchbacks and, and kind of even everything up, I think that's that's the, that's the sort of start we're looking for, and so that's that's really all the motivation you need right there, my man Fred. Is that this is a big time game right out of the gate? We know that the players know that the fans know that, and and I think even though they're they're a couple miles away, I know that the guys are going to feel the energy just emanating out of the land of enchantment. Man, I am looking at the schedule right now, and it's got uh, the crest right next to all the team names, and the United logo is so much stronger than everybody's. It's not fair. <laughs> that black what and a- yellow just pops, man. It's so beautiful. That That is, uh, yeah, I, I can't disagree with you. Uh, three Advertising did that work for us. A guy named Zach, who's just one of the most talented, talented designers in the game worldwide. Um and yeah, when we when we saw that, and when you know we you can see all the different design elements. Uh, someone in our New Mexico United Nation actually shared the original like crest explanation that we put out when we when we released the brand to everyone. And I think my favorite part of it it's it's such a subtle part of it, but but the shield is open, right? Like when you when you trace around it, there's an opening for anyone to come in. And oh, I I, for a graphic designer to capture the ethos and the, and the heart of a team so much in an icon like that, yeah. It's it's moving and and I think that's that's probably why you see it tattooed on so many people. Or you you can't really go anywhere um, in Albuquerque and and now it's, it's spreading to the entire state where you, you can't go more than two minutes without seeing someone with a sticker or magnet on the back of their car. So yeah, we got a Colorado Springs tonight, and you know the United is a new team and we're new to the league. If we had a rival, if this was a rival, it, would it be Colorado Springs? Uh, I, you know, that's a great question, and I, I think it's up to each individual fan to decide which team they hate the most. Uh, like, it's not our, our, our place as a team to dictate that. Um, I actually personally love Colorado Springs, and here's why. For for those of us that weren't in the 2019 season, we go into our final match against Las Vegas, and, and we need a lot of different things to happen, right? We do not have our playoff hopes in our own hands. We do have to win our match against Las Vegas, but we need help from someone else. We actually expected that help to come from one of our rivals, El Paso. We, we, we thought that if they could win their game, um, that, that we would be okay. And then they just had a, a terrible performance. Um, and so we were really relying on, on Colorado Springs to, to get some points out of San Antonio. So we're watching that game simultaneously as the Las Vegas game is going on. And, and it seems like all the cards are stacked against Colorado Springs. One of their players gets red carded, so they're down a man. It just it seems insurmountable. And somehow they pull out a draw against San Antonio, which paves the way for us to get into the playoffs. So while, while there is a bit of regional you know, rivalry because of the Four Corners Cup and, and, and different things like that, I would say out of, the, out of the teams that are geographically close to us that Colorado Springs is actually the furthest from the rival. Now, having said that, I want to go up there and, and, and I want to you know, put the wood to them. I want to, I want to stomp a mud hole in them because – we we need this right. This is an important match, and and you know that's that's a dangerous team up there uh, for the for the soccer purists out there. They just brought on a new head coach, uh, Alan Koch, who was the head of FC Cincinnati before he did this. So lots of experience there. And then they brought in a winger, George Lebeth, who's a South African national player, and and he's just unreal. So as as much as I hope he doesn't do well tonight, I am really uh, looking forward to watching Lebeth and, and and our guys kind of face off and and throw down. How many goals is Devin Sandoval going to score tonight, and why is it five? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, because, you know, he draws his power from his dreadlocks and, and all those things have been doing is, is, is growing and growing and growing over this, these crazy times. No, I mean, Devin, Devin is unbelievable. If, if Devin scores five goals tonight, it's because he, he just has an entire state behind him, right? He's pulling off of the energy of millions, not, not just the, the teammates on the field. Um, but, you know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of competition for those goals, right? There's a lot of mouth to feed in terms of talented offensive players. Um, we brought in some new guys that are just dynamite. Uh, last week, they, they did an inter-squad scrimmage um, where they did a 9v9. Devin actually netted one, no surprise to anyone. Ryan Williams, our incredible Hawaiian, got one as well. But the real, the real story was Amando Moreno, the, the new guy that we brought in who, who spent last year with Chicago Fire in the MLS. Um, he is something else. And, uh, you know, we saw in the Austin game just how dangerous and explosive he could be. Um, and Peter Trevisani told me a funny anecdote. You know, he played really well in this uh, inter-squad scrimmage, scored two or three. And, you know, Peter went up to congratulate him afterwards. And all Amondo is thinking about is the missed opportunity he had at Austin. <laughs> nice. um, and, and while I don't, don't like that he's fixating on, on something that, you know, is, is kind of negative, I do love that there's that just hunger and drive and it's like he's not satisfied with two goals in an inner squad scrimmage, he wants to he wants to make up for it in a in a competitive model. Hungry. Five games for the New Mexico United over the next thirty days, and all those games are going to be available. Is it Watch ESPN? Is it ESPN Plus? Is it USL on ESPN? Is it what? What do I got to do, Lucas? Where can I catch the game tonight? So ESPN Plus. Uh, again, I never want to be a corporate shill, and so I, I always speak from the heart. Um, I think it's one of the best subscription services out there. Right? It's about five bucks a month. Not only do you get access to our games and every game across the USL, if you want to do some scouting on everyone else, they have the entire 30 for 30 suite. They have fights. They have so much different stuff. So, so for someone thinking about the investment, I, I would definitely say it's worth it. Um, and, and, and that's the, the best place to catch it. And, uh, you, you know, we've, we've worked hard to, to really, as a league, make these productions as, as professional as possible. Um, so it's a, it's a great watching experience. It, it's really easily accessible. Um, and yeah, I just I, I can't speak highly enough of the platform, and and I'm definitely going to be tuning in on it tonight. Do you feel the vibe with zero fans is going to affect the play? You know, it's 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 hard to say, Fred. It's a great question, and 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 that's why you're good at your job is that you ask hard questions like that. Um, I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm a player, or I'm not a player, and so you know, I, I spend a lot of time up in the booth. I I, I know from my perspective of game day production. The, the fans are the heartbeat of that, right? They're, they're the ones that, that really just get me jazzed and ready to go. And, and I, I feel like the players probably feel that same way as well. Like there's, there's a big difference between playing in front of, you know, the subs that are sitting on the bench and the coaches versus playing in front of 15,000 crazy people who are decked out in black and yellow and, and, you know, would fight someone in the parking lot for you for, for no reason whatsoever. So I, I definitely think there's going to be an aspect of, of, of missing that, of missing the, the yellow wall that, that they often get to go and celebrate in front of when they score goals. Um, having said that, I, I don't know of a, of a mentally tougher group than the group that we have. Uh, I looked to last year where we went on this amazing Open Cup run, and, and it seemed like we were playing a game every three days, um, and these guys just kept trucking through, and they, they just kept their head up, and they, they kept fighting because they knew what they meant to this state. And in that degree, I, I think that they're going to be fine, right? Because they know, yes, these are uncertain times, these are unprecedented times, but the mission still hasn't changed. The mission to fight for the state of New Mexico and its beautiful people uh, hasn't changed one iota. And so uh, I'm really looking forward to tonight. I think, I think we get a really good idea of, of what's been going on over the last couple of weeks. And, and I think we'll get that relatively soon. We'll be able to tell in the first couple of minutes, like, yeah, uh, they're ready to go. 
You know, Fred, if it wasn't for a global pandemic, we'd yes. be hosting a watch party for New Mexico United tonight <laughs> at our friends Dave and Buster's. Isn't that a shame? It, it, if, you're, if you're asking me, it's absolutely a shame. I, I love nothing better than, than watching our amazing family get together and, and celebrate this team. But we're, we're doing it for each other, right? We're, we're not just staying home. We're not wearing these, these masks just for, you know, pomp and circumstance. We're, we're wearing them to keep each other safe keep each other healthy and, and try and come out of this together. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a darn shame that we don't get to have that amazing watch party out there. But all that means, guys, is that when we do get back together, all of this pent-up energy and, and love and excitement is just going to come to a boiling point, and, and those parties are going to be absolutely off the chain. Lucas says watch the game tonight on ESPN+. Plus. Catch it at 6 p.m. local. It's Lucas Cash. He's not a player. He just promos a lot. Anything before we let you go, Lucas? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. I was laughing yeah. at you making fun of me. Oh, I apologize. Anything before we let you go, friend? No, no, just I uh, want to give my love to you guys. Uh, again, I hope you're doing doing really, really well. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to, to talk about this this team that we love more than just about anything else. Tonight at 6 p.m., watch your New Mexico United beat up the hated and rivaled Colorado Springs switchbacks, the bad guys. Ooh. Thank you, Lucas. They're the bad guys tonight. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Good dude. Thanks, Lucas. It's a good organization. It's got good people. Top to bottom, good Top people. Top to bottom. It's excited that it's back. I love everything about everything. <laughs> Others love it. Give me all the black and yellow you got, Burke. Black and yellow, black and yellow. We're 15 short minutes away from Jesse Calero on Mandy's farm. Oh, I'm excited. Me too. I like when things are going on in the community that help things in the community. That's kind of what we do, my friend. That's what I would like to do. Yeah. If given the opportunity... If I can, I will. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I sent you a list of things we're going to go over on the show, and I forgot to look at it before the break. So get ready for the surprise that I'm also going to have. Ooh. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back on the program. The program's been a lot of fun today. We're able to bring the program to you because Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Thank you to Lucas Cash in Mexico United. That was a fun interview, Van. He's the best in the biz, isn't he? I tell you what, he's passionate, he's funny, he's smart, he has a beautiful family, he's invested in his job, he's all the things that I want to be when I become a grown-up. I'm rooting for you. I hope you make it. One day. I try to find a really good example of what I'm trying to do and then just plagiarize it real bad. Yeah, Luke, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Lucas Cash to me is that. And also, how can got, you have got the playbook open for you in a strong name? <laughs> he could be a country singer. He could be an American folk singer. He could be a rock and roll. Well, really, it's just like a musical name now that I'm just saying it because of old Johnny, Johnny Cash. A growing list of universities are reporting new corona cases among students. So if you want to go to Harvard this year, $55,000 one semester. Plus a Zoom subscription. Exactly. <laughs> Free Zoom subscription with $55,000 tuition. Colleges are shutting down for some reason. We're not politicizing. Elementary, middle, and high schools are not. Colleges are saying, if you don't want to come, you don't have to. But similar to Major League Baseball, once you make your decision, you can't change it halfway through. So you want to be on campus, cool. You want to stay at home, cool. But if we close campus, you got to do it from home. Sports, oh, you know what? It's actually not worth it. Fall sports are not worth it. 
The Ivy League is out. The Ivy League Council presidents announced Wednesday all fall sports will not be played at its colleges. Not postponed. Not in the fall. We're just not doing it. Oh, you mean like the smart move to keep people safe? Quote. Is we, that what you're referring to? The smartest people in the room said, quote, Van. We simply about the Ivy League? Yes. Yeah, okay. Quote, we simply do not believe we can create and maintain an environment for intercollegiate athletic competition that meets our requirements for safety and acceptable levels of risk, consistent with the policies that each of our schools is adopting as part of its reopening plans this fall. Unquote. Well, if the Ivy League can't do it, I assure you that Roll Tide Roll can't do it. Well, I don't know. What? I think Alabama has more blind confidence than the Ivy League, so I think they could pull it off. Yes, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> University of Massachusetts, Boston. Nah. Bowden. Nah. Morehouse. Nah. Centennial Conference. Nah. If you're not letting 50 kids into a classroom I don't know to what college, breathe on each other. I don't know what college you went to. My gen eds at Washington State were like 300 kids. Okay, well, you went to a real college, so okay. thanks for rubbing that in. So if you're not letting 50 kids, ruining my point, into a classroom, you're not letting 150 on an airplane to no. fly to Tuscaloosa. Gosh, no. You know what kids do? Dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. I was one. Would you like some stories? <laughs> the Big Ten says, well, here's the thing. We're into safety, sure. But have you heard of money? Right. I'd like to get some money. And that's the bottom line, right? That's the bottom line for every sport coming back right now. Is it? I, do Are the owners of all these teams, are the presidents of all these colleges doing it to boost morale? Are they doing it? To show that we can fight this thing? No. It's about money. It's about money. It's about money. Don't want to take a big hit. You know uh, you know what we get from the Big Ten Network? Money. We're going to play our games. Big Ten games. No out-of-conference games. Sorry to the University of Notre Dame. They don't even play in the ACC. I don't know how that's going to work out for them. Well, they'll play six ACC games. That came oh, out yesterday. Oh, yeah. I missed. Thank you, yeah. Vital. You're so good at this job. Because my point was literally just off the cuff. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like I did zero research. Huh. Classic Fred mess around. Your fact checker here. Like you always do. Hey, pull that up, Jamie. So the Pac-12, I don't get that joke. It's a Joe Rogan joke. It's a Joe Rogan. That's what I'm talking about right there, Vital. <laughs> if your personality... Is based off your love for the Joe Rogan experience. That's not a personality trait. I tell you, you know my dog, my... Uh, oh, my God, there's another one. <laughs> my 14-and-a-half-year-old dog. He's got some joint problems. Okay. So I had to put him on the CBD. Did you just use joint and CBD in the same joke? That's pretty good, right? Okay. I had to start him on the <laughs> CBDs, Fred. Did you? Yeah. Where'd you get that advice? One day I actually gave him a double dose. Oh God! Okay. Woke up the next morning. He's watching Joe Rogan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, Vital, if you meet someone and they identify as owning a pet, that is a weird self marker to me. Stay away. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. Hi, my name's Van Nunley, and I own a dog. Um, 
Yeah, it can be rough. What are you doing here, Van? Come on, guy. It's not deeply ingrained into my personality. I happen to own a dog. I happen to own dogs. <laughs> Do you have a kennel license? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing you need? Just some stuff you should know about. I just found a dog on the street and taught him Spanish. You stole someone's dog? Yes. And then treated it like the dog from Anchorman? <laughs> Basically. It's incredible. Thank you. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. That's a good joke if you got it. So the Pac-12 says, well, if the Big Ten can do the right thing, but they can still make money, mm-hmm. I would also like some monies. So the Pac-12 says, yeah, what's the conference to? USC, Stanford, was it Arizona State or Arizona? I don't know which one. They're not going to play Notre Dame. I only watch Notre Dame games, by the way. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy. But, like, the NBC broadcast is so superior. They do such a good job. And I don't know any of the players anyways, so I might as well watch the game that's presented me in the best way. They get primetime games. If the Ivy League does something, everyone, do you remember during basketball when the Ivy League was like, hey, we're going to quit? Um, maybe, you got, like, I know we're mostly located up here in the Northeast, but, like, Corona's so bad, we're going to quit. And everyone was like, oh, my God, they really jumped a gun there. This is a little preemptive of them. I can't believe they're going to just throw it all away. We don't have any idea where this epidemic's going. And then 24 hours later, everyone was like, we quit, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you quit. We quit. Did that thing where they put their index finger on their nose? Uh Us, too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) High schools, MLG the other day, Michelle Lujan Grisham, she says, no football, no soccer, play in the spring. If we can. Right. Okay. I feel really bad for all the seniors. Oh, my gosh. I feel really bad for all the seniors. I feel really bad for all the seniors. It's their last dance. I'll never get to do it again. Some people are going to go do it in the college. Some people are going to go do it in pros, and they'll never get that chance to prove themselves. That's the thing. But they're also not going to be part of the global pandemic and get the COVID. Correct. Yeah. Let me tell you about the number of ER visits that are not going to happen because youth athletics, specifically only I'm talking about football, is not happening. It will drop hundreds and hundreds of percent. Sure. Because the problem, you're not going to, well, you might. But it's not the corona you're going to get on the field playing football. It's the corona you're going to get wherever you tear your ACL because you're 18 years old and you don't know how to lift weights correctly and you don't know how to block down correctly. And then you have to go to the ER. Well, and here's what's at the ER, guys. The Corvid. It's all over it. It's everywhere. Also, soapbox real quick. I hate youth football. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's segue into this. High school football I can handle. Okay. Youth football, where your neck is even strong enough to hold your helmet up, I hate. You hate that kids are being put in harm's way, or you hate that it's such a low level of play no the level of play i don't care about uh, okay but you know what i do care about the guy that cares about that ah the enthusiast the coach who is yelling oh yeah at the six-year-old by the way why does your six-year-old have a helmet on <laughs> why are you putting your six-year-old in a situation to where he has to bang his head into another six-year-old weaponizing children not the biggest fan of youth football now, here's the, I'm the biggest fan of like youth flag football. I'm sorry to all of our future potential sponsors out in the community. I love youth football. 
Youth flag football to me is a banger. Sure. You teach skills, you teach mindset, you teach principles. Youth like contact football, that's not for me. It's dangerous. Try to be a youth football coach. I used to try it, and you got a kid wandering off because he wanted to chase the butterfly. Right. It takes a lot of patience. You know what happens as soon as you lace up a player's pants? They got to pee. They're six years old. Vane's like, what? <laughs> Why are you t- hot taking against youth football? Actually, I kind of checked out there for a second. I figured out what I'm going to put on friend of the show, friend of real life, KOB TV's own oh, Brandon Ortega's Facebook page that he left oh, open on man. my computer. As soon as we get back from the break, Van is going <laughs> to tell you what he's going to put on Brandon Ortega's Facebook page that he left open from guesting last week. Jesse Calero, Mandy's Farm, is going to join us as soon as Van drops his punchline. <laughs> Listen, Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Friend of the show, Jesse Calero, Mandy's Farm is waiting, but before we get to her, friend of the show, Brandon Ortega, KOB's Brandon Ortega. Oh, my God. Star of TV and radio, Brandon Ortega. Left his Facebook open on the studio computer Oh no! the last time he was in. And Van is about to hijack it and make a post. <laughs> so we talked about this during the break, Fred. Yes. And I was going to do something kind of absurd and ridiculous. Maybe something that would get one of us, probably both of us, in trouble. Correct. And my better judgment oh. broke through the wall. Uh, unique. And rare. Yes. So instead... Of putting something ridiculous on his wall that's going to get us in trouble. I'm going to start a fundraiser for Friends of the Show Mandy's Special Farm. Oh. And with us yes. is Representative General Badass. Friend of, of the show. Friend of the show of Mandy's Farm, Jesse Calero. Good morning, Jesse. Hi, guys. How are you? Well, we're currently hijacking star of TV and radio, KOB's Brandon Ortega's social media Facebook page to do a fundraiser for Mandy's Farm on his birthday. So, I think that's a great idea. So I also <laughs> think that's a great idea. Jesse, thank you for taking the time this morning. Thank you for joining us. Uh, what's going on at the farm, girl? How, how's the world out there? How's, how are you guys reacting to corona? It's definitely the craziest time we've ever experienced. Um, the ED and I have been there for almost 10 years, and we agree that this is this is a new and unique challenge. Um, all of our residential services are happening the same as usual. Those services are considered essential. We're really grateful for all of our caregivers. You know, when everyone else is being told to stay home, they get up and go out and they leave their families and they go into the homes of people with disabilities and make sure that they have everything they need to stay safe and um, make sure that they have their medications and they're uh, staying healthy and um, providing a lot of mental health support these days because people are, are struggling with staying home. Um, so those those services are continuing as usual. Um, our agriculture programs, we're still growing food. We want to make sure that our clients and people in the South Valley, people who are experiencing food insecurity, all have access to locally grown produce, so that is still happening. Um, a lot of our community programs are suspended, but we're trying to move as many of those as possible to an online model, and we've done that successfully um, for a couple of programs. And so we're just continuing to adapt and trying to make sure we're doing 
um, everything we can to stay in line with our mission and keep people safe. Mommy. <laughs> oh, we got a little horrible. kiddo back there. Yeah, I have my sidekick who oh, may nice. or may not create background noise. <laughs> a little administrative assistant this morning. Yes. So, yeah. Jesse, I know how amazing Mandy's Farm is, and I know the population of people you serve, but maybe the listeners don't. Can you unpackage a little bit who you are and what you do and who you help? Absolutely. So, Mandy's Farm is a nonprofit that's focused on supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And um, what's unique about our organization is that there are a lot of services out there for young people with disabilities. Um, However, after high school, um, there's not as much out there, and what is out there is is pretty stressed. We often in the disability field see that there is more need out there than we can accommodate. So um, really our goal is to create as many opportunities as possible for adults with disabilities to be healthy, safe, and lead meaningful and successful lives. Um, Our goal is to remove barriers so that adults with disabilities can do any of the things that um, a person without a disability wants to do in life, whether that's pursuing career goals, um, building a family, building relationships in the community, volunteering, whatever those goals are, um, it's our mission to provide the support and remove the barriers to make that happen. And when you guys are doing this at Mandy's Farm, how are you supporting that financially? Is it fundraising? Is it charitable nations? Is it goodwill to community? Is it volunteers? Is it a mixture of all? Can you can you maybe talk about how Albuquerque excuse me how Albuquerque supports what Mandy Farm what Mandy's Farm is doing to support individuals within Albuquerque? Absolutely, it's it's definitely all of the above. We are able to access some Medicaid funding um, to support the individuals we serve. But a huge portion of what we do is funded through grants, donations, um, and so much of what we do relies on volunteers. That has been one aspect of sort of our pivot in a COVID-positive world that has been difficult. Um, This time of year, we usually were seeing, you know, hundreds of volunteers supporting our work, people coming down to the farm, wanting to support our writing programs, our growing programs interacting with the individuals we serve. And, of course, right now none of that is is able to happen. So we're really um, having to be creative without that support. Um, But, yeah, all of the above, people who donate make such a significant difference. People who share our mission with their friends and family make such a significant difference. Our volunteers, like I said, those are such a huge part of our program. It's really a team effort. Speaking of team effort, my girlfriend's birthday is coming up. Ooh. How many people can you legally have at the farm? Cause can we have some kind of like birthday fundraiser where we get to play with baby goats? That's a great question. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I so wish we could do that. We have done that in the past. We've even had, um, I don't know if you guys know Barbie the Yoga Pig. She's kind of a local celebrity. She has hosted um, her birthday at the farm year after year. But unfortunately, right now, because our clients fall under a special part of the public health order, we are considered similar to a nursing home or assisted living. We have to follow those same guidelines. We're not able to have anyone on site. The individuals we support have not even been able to be visited by family, therapists, 
none of the above since the March, the initial order in March came out. Um, So right now we're really limited to the most essential staff, so that caregivers um, and people who are taking care of animals and growing in the garden. We're not allowed to have anybody else on site right now. Um, So I wish we could do that, (laughs) and hopefully when the the crisis starts to lift and things get a little bit better, we can totally do that. We could do a belated birthday party. Oh, I'm into um, that. Because that would be incredible. All right. You heard it from the horse's mouth, Jackie. No birthday party. We're going to have yeah, to, we're going to have to break into Dave and Buster's, I guess. <laughs> Super soft either way. My question, uh, I guess to you, Jesse is, and we're speaking to Jesse Claire on Mandy's farm, who has 10 plus years of experience at the farm and many different job titles. Um, but my question to you is, you're talking about the effect of like COVID-19 in the current environment. Um, what are you guys in the most need of at this moment? Like if listener right now is like, if I could help Mandy's farm, what would they do to help? And then how would they do it? So there are a couple different things that I can think of off the top of my head. The first is obviously donating. Um, when you make a donation that's supporting the caregivers who are out there um, going into those homes and providing the lifeline that these people need to the services that help them survive. Um, So that's a significant way to support our work. And whether that's $5 or $5,000, it makes a deep impact. Um, But the other way people can support us is through donating in-kind goods. A lot of the supplies that we, before the crisis, were using on a daily basis and were kind of part of our general operations are now incredibly hard to find. And some of those things are baby wipes, hand sanitizer, paper towels, toilet paper, disinfectant. All of those things, you know, in running a program that provides health care services, those are all essential But now, given this crisis, it is really difficult to even find a bottle of Lysol or a bottle of hand sanitizer on grocery shelves. So individuals who want to support our work who maybe are at the grocery store and see um, an extra bottle and snag that and uh, let us know so that we can pick that up from you, that makes a huge difference. Um, We've had several businesses here in town who had supplies of, you know, N95 masks or hand sanitizer, things like that, who stepped up and who made significant donations when this first occurred. And so we've been trying to make sure we keep that supply going so that our houses continue to be safe. But that's a huge way people can help is, you know, just kind of looking at what they have and if they have something to spare, sharing that with us. Uh, Jesse, our listeners, for two reasons, need some information on how they can help Mandy Special Farm. Where can they get, where can they give donations and where can they check out what you guys do, uh, future events, et cetera, et cetera. Number one, because people need this information. And number two, I got to share it on Brandon Ortega's timeline because I just started a fundraiser <laughs> on your behalf. Of course. We need to get that, that fundraiser filled with info. Um, so there are a couple of places. Obviously, our website, mandysfarm.org is a great resource. Um, There's a donation page right there on the website. There's information about upcoming events, things that are happening at Mandy's Farm, Um, but also just following our social media. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a Twitter, and so no matter what people are 
you know, preferring these days, they can stay in touch with what we're up to, especially our Instagram. I got to say it's fire. There are so many great pictures. <laughs> nice. You get a little bit of the people we support. You get a little bit about the animals. You get a little bit about growing. You know, no matter what your interest is, you're going to find something to love. Um, and people who start Facebook fundraisers to support our work, we really appreciate that because not only are you encouraging people to give, but you're spreading awareness about our organization and people are, are looking at that and saying, oh, I didn't know about Mandy's Farm and finding out more about what we do. Jesse Calero, Mandy's Farm, thank you so very much for taking the time this morning. Thank you so very much for what you do in the community. Thank you so very much for what Mandy's Farm does in the community. One more time, that website is mandysfarm.org. There's a big yellow donate button at the top. Uh, but what we would prefer you to do is find Brandon Ortega's Facebook and donate through there. No, I'm just kidding. But no, no. Donate in Brandon Ortega's name, and I just hit post. There we go. So it's on his wall now. But we are not those guys. <laughs> Jesse Calero, any final words before we let you go? I just wanted to thank you guys for having us on here and also thank the community for all the support they've shown us during this crisis. Um, We've really seen a lot of donors who stepped up to the plate and helped us weather this. So we really appreciate those of you who have already supported us, and we hope some of you who have the resources will support us in the future. We'd really appreciate it. Jesse, would you like to wish a happy birthday to KOB's Brandon Ortega? Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday. And thank you for choosing Mandy's Farm. <laughs> Against your will. You may will. not know it yet, but you did. <laughs> Jess Calero, the best. She's the best. Friend of the show. That was nice. That's a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're the bee's pajamas. You can ride a horse there. I'm really excited for this to blow over because we should totally do a charity event out there. I'm in. It is so cool. I just said I'm in. I've never ridden need a to convince you more. I've never ridden a you horse. Sure. I want to ride a horse. That's like a that's like a bucket list thing for me. I've done some cool stuff. Never ridden a horse. Vitaly, you ever been on a horse? Yep, and then I fell right on the other side off. All right, if you were to be like Fred, who should be on a horse regularly? Mail carrier. I feel like mail carriers should be on horses. Pony Express, just Pony before, Express, before Pony FedEx. Express. Yeah. How much would I enjoy hearing a clop, 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 mailbox open, mail in, closed, clop, clop? That would be like that's. A, that's well, you can still. I mean, you could walk around with coconut shells like on Monty Python. I mean, that'll work. <laughs> on second thought, <laughs> it is a silly place. <laughs> when we get back, the varsity of things worth watching twice. Monty Python might be on there. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're wrapping up the program. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. The varsity today. Hey, and by the way, this just came to me, Van. 505-246-0610. For every call we get from now to the end of the show, which is only like 10 minutes, wishing Brandon Ortega a happy birthday. Let's donate like 10 bucks to Mandy's Farm. For each call. For each call. I'm in. I'm in. I'm made of money. 505-246-0610. If you don't even have to come on air. Just if the phone rings and you say, happy birthday, Brandon, that's it. I don't need your name or anything, but we'll donate 10 bucks. I'm sorry, we'll probably get a bunch. The varsity today is things worth watching twice, okay? So the varsity today, things are worth watching twice. Now, Vital, you led with the godfather. Okay, it's on the list. Classic. It's on the list. That's a good one. All right, what do you got, man? 
Well, I'm going to go with my favorite movie of all time. Okay. This isn't for everybody, but it's my most rewatchable movie. The Wire. As you know, that's not a movie. Okay. As you know, I am a Dudist priest. Yes. And I take my uh, priestly vows very seriously. My number one is The Big Lebowski. Okay. So The Big Lebowski to you should be on the list. Correct. I wrote, so here's my right now, I, uh, maybe like a TikTok of one of our skateboarders fall. I feel like that's one you'd want to watch a bunch of times over and over again. Do you feel like that's a good one? Like, like Again, that's not a movie. Well, I didn't say movie. I said things. Oh, anything? Yeah, thing you want to rewatch. Nah, I think you said movie earlier. All right. So not cheating. TikToks of skateboarders falling cheating over. Cheating your own list. Okay. <laughs> so I, I wrote down here, what if you give like a really good best man speech? Maybe you'll want to watch that over and over. Is that, that's not a good one? Okay. I see where we're going with this. Okay. We, we took a different turn here. All right, we, so, I thought it was movies. Okay. Yeah, we all thought it was movies, Fred. Well, so I also have like, <laughs> like a really good wrestling promo, maybe like a CM Punk one from like 2011, 12, when he was just kind of blowing the industry a wide open. No, no, okay, so that's not on the list. Or maybe like a a home movie, you you and a lady friend made together. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah definitely watch. That's very very rewatchable. I have here whenever uh, whenever I'm at my aunt's pool and my nephew keeps telling me to watch him as he does cannonballs into the pool. That's very rewatchable. Is that rewatchable? Is that a good one? Because he. Hey, go for it! Watch me. Oh, okay. I mean, I just did, but I really like the Shyamalan twist of of today's Rushmore. Yeah, it's a good varsity. It's a very good varsity. This is not. How about Point Break? Remember that movie? Yeah, I mean, yes, oh, of course. Yeah, I would watch Johnny Utah. Yeah, you I saw, forget. Saw it one time. It's No Country for Old Men. Yeah, see what I did there with a prime Gary Busey before all the brain damage. Whoa, mid. <laughs> is right. that a, is that a during? Ohio State quarterback Johnny Utah. The best they've ever had. Best they've ever had. Who lost the big game against USC. Dwayne Haskins can eat a bag of farts. Johnny oh Utah existed. Gosh. <laughs> I'm an FBI informant. Keanu Reeves' career, by the way, could not be better. Odds defying. Odds defying. <laughs> He's so good. So ended up being so good. I didn't get it at first, but now I get it. No, similar to Hamilton. Yeah. How many times have you seen Pulp Fiction? You didn't get it. Well, duh. Okay. That was going to be, I had two more suggestions. Okay, I'm sorry. Pulp Fiction was one. And then obviously Back to the Future. So that finishes out the list. <laughs> <laughs> My real next answer. Oh. Is the Departed. Yeah, the Departed is fire. Oh, my God. Say hello to your mother for me. Now, I'm not like a real angry teenager, so I only saw Fight Club one time. You I only just, saw. You just broke the first rule, by the way. Oh shoot! <laughs> I only saw Boondock Saints one time. Oh, that's rewatchable. If you're looking for a, a campy bro movie, Boondock Saints is for you. I've only saw The Social Network one time. Yeah, that's a one timer. Seven, one time. Raising Arizona, Dazed and Confused. These aren't movies that deserve more than one time. Dazed oh. and Confused is rewatchable. How about Terminator? Okay, so so Terminator to me is a series, all watchable. You have a horror film, you got a buddy cop movie, you got a war movie, you got like you have multiple ties, multiple genres in one. But no, you don't rewatch them. Snatch, you can watch Snatch a hundred times. I've seen Snatch a hundred times. It's excellent. Yep. But Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, no, just once. That's rewatchable. Layer Cake, just once. It's almost as good. You know what one people say. Huh. Shawshank Redemption. 
Yeah, that's a one-timer. That's a one-timer. That's yeah. a one. The Green Mile, that's a one-timer. I got the, the best one-timer of all time. The Rock. Memento. An absolutely amazing motion picture. But once you see it the one time, that's enough. Forrest Gump is that. Really? I think Forrest Gump's rewatchable. How so? It's a good movie. Doesn't premise wise, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> what that he's ma- that he could be so successful? How about the Matrix? That's very ableist of you, Fred. The Matrix is a one timer. Yeah, Matrix is a one timer. With that said, you can watch things at different times. And then they have different... I've done this bit with you before. Sure. American Beauty. When I watched American Beauty as a kid, I thought Kevin Spacey was the creepiest dude on earth. When I watched American Beauty as an adult... Still is. No, I totally get Kevin Spacey. This is that... You get him in the movie. Yes, in the movie. Not in real life. To be fair. I get it, to be fair. I get him in the movie. In real life, not so much. No. Pretty gross. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. He's on Epstein's list. Uh, Holy Grail, definitely rewatchable. The Life of Brian? Yeah, that's a good one. Not as much. No, it's not as much. That's the original. That's the one that kicked her off. Naked Gun, Airplane. Airplane, super rewatchable. Here's a movie I watched twice. The very last Avengers movie. Dude, those are one-timers for me. Oh, man. That one got me. Now, have you ever watched something just for, like, part of it? Because, like, Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator to me is the greatest villain of all time. Very good. Until Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Sure. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'll, just for, like, those two roles. The movies as a whole, I don't necessarily care about a ton. William Cutting is my favorite. Is that a Wolf of Wall Street? No. Same director. Oh, we're talking about... Bill the Butcher. Same Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah. Bill the Butcher. Gangs of New York. Yep. Gangs of New York well, is high on the rewatchable list. I have absolutely seen Anchorman more than once, and it's the only movie that I've seen twice in a theater outside of Napoleon Dynamite. Interesting. Yeah. Super Troopers is very rewatchable for me, but I got to let some time go in between them. Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Cult classic. And then Rocky Horror Picture Show, like in a theater. Like you watch it at home. You got to watch it in a theater. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, special event. We sure have bounced around in this last segment, haven't we? I thought we were hitting them all, though. (laughs) But you're right, Vital. Like, aside from like Anchorman and like maybe Monty Python, not a lot of of comedy on this. We didn't say Blues Brothers. Super Troopers there for me. Good Fellas. Anchorman's there for me. Yes. Not Super Troopers. That's a terrible one. Talladega Nights is there for me. That's rewatchable. Super quotable. We didn't name any TV series. Oh, we were just doing movies after I screwed it up. Yes. <laughs> said TikTok videos. <laughs> Thank you to Lucas Cash from Next United. Excited to watch the game tonight, 6 p.m. Star Wars. ESPN, yes. Absolutely Star Wars. Friend of the show, friend in real life, Dion, says Dune and Blade Runner. Sci-fi guy. Rewatchable stuff. I'd say Blade Runner is good. Holds up. Jesse Calero, Mandy's Farm. Help them out. Check them out. Google Mandy's Farm. It just shows up. Make a donation. Van, any final words today before we let it go? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Well, good. Do it next week, then. Let's do it next week. Let's come back. Good job, everyone, GG. See you next week, Burke.